You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On ACC. Super excited to be back yet again to have a great conversation with Locked On Syracuse host Tyler Aki today. Want to remind y'all that with an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, you got to visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Man, oh man, Tyler, how has your week been so far? It's starting to get a little more beautiful here in North Carolina. I hope the same for you out there in Chicago. Candace, it is always beautiful in North Carolina. Oh, like just think about it. Okay. When it is 65 and sunny, just know that I am buried up behind like three layers of blankets, uh, a parka, all that stuff. I've got my winter hat on my gloves and sometimes two or three pairs of gloves. It's always Oof. beautiful in North Carolina. All right. Yeah, you're, you're right. I can't imagine living in that kind of weather voluntarily, but you know, job Sega had to do it. I don't know that I would like <laughs> run to the cold. It's not my thing. I, just, is I, me. <laughs> I always say I'm not a girl below 50. I get an attitude. Like it's just like instant. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> like instantly as I see the temperature, I'm like, yep, not okay. <laughs> but all things good there. Yeah, they say even when I when it's above 50, I can have an attitude out here. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it humidity. doesn't matter what the weather is. <laughs> humidity might get me right there as well. But speaking of temperatures, things are spicing up for the college football playoffs. A lot of people have a lot of things to say about possible expansion. I'm sure you will be one of those people to add to the group. Listen, I am one who was on team. Let's get as many people as possible. We were talking about group five on Friday with my man Drake on Freestyle Friday. And now I'm on the fence about adding people. But I also know that there are some major teams that are looking on from the outside in, given that they are independent schools. So all of the conversations we want to talk about today, as well as a little bit of Miami discussion, their football program has certainly got some transfer portal additions that will help them along the way. So Tyler, I first off got to know your initial thoughts. When it came out, the news broke that college football playoffs thought about having more than four teams. Were you like about time or were you a little hesitant about the news. I was a full LeBron James about damn time. Like I, <laughs> I've been waiting for this for years now. Okay. And it makes too much sense. Now I do think the proposal is 12 teams. Will it be 12 teams? Who knows? But what's the number one rule of bargaining is always ask for more than you actually want. Sure. So is 12 teams going to be the gateway to eight or are they going to have 12 proposed 12 and then ultimately get 12? That That's to me... I'm not fully bought in on the idea that it's going to end up at 12. Now I would love 12. In fact, when everyone was saying eight for all these years, we want eight, we want eight. I always advocated for 12 because I think a lot of people thinks it, that it will diminish the regular season. And to that, I say, no, in fact, I think it actually amplifies the importance of the regular season. And I'm not saying it from a standpoint of, well, you see in the regular season, now every single game means so much. Well, every single game still means a lot because getting that by could be critical for certain programs, especially when you're talking about conference champs that might not normally get a chance at getting one of those buys like we've seen in years past. 
Listen, as long as there's no play in games, I'm perfectly fine with however many people want. I think the idea of, you know, you having to earn your right and your spot in there, I think that's this new trend that we're going with and talking about NBA and other sports. So I'm like, listen, as long as there's no play in for college football, let's get this thing, let's let's get it going. If we're going to have all of these bowl games, which I argue that we need to lessen the bowl games, it's losing its luster. It's not as fun anymore. I'm with you. (laughs) I'm cool with eight, but I, I do see your point there in terms of asking for more than what you actually want i'm curious to see if this has been a conspiracy this entire time like i'm a big conspiracy person so i believe in illuminati like not for real but like for play so i totally (laughs) believe that like they've been wanting probably like 12 teams but they also know that the money goes with that's why notre dame has found its way into college football playoffs for the past what three four years and have not deserved it whatsoever so i think i think that's all illuminati and politics right so i'm thinking that now you want 12 teams i agree with you that they really just want eight but when they see the dollar signs why not ask for the 12 because i think it's a money grab at the end of the day which is a whole nother discussion that i'm going to talk with drake about on friday about just okay we're continuing to not allow people who are actually doing the hard labor to make any money which is crazy but i can understand why all of these people have why they've thrown out 12 because it now gets people excited i mean travel plans and having your team potentially get there you have fan bases who have probably been itching people like texas a and what have you who have been like listen i'm just ready to give my team a shot at potentially getting a championship even though who's going to be alabama let's keep it a man right and that's <laughs> what it gets down to is okay can the five beat the one but let's put it this way too everyone talks about oh well okay that fifth team is going to be upset but guess what the 13th team is going to be upset yeah. i don't think the 13th team has as good a chance of being the number one team as the fifth team does of beating the number one team. And who knows with name, image, and likeness and all that stuff, the playing field might even out a little bit. You might see guys go to schools that you're not used to seeing guys go to. Mm -hmm. So this entire dynamic is going to change again. It all comes down to finances. Dollars and cents is what's going to ultimately make this probably end up being 12, but who knows how it's all going to end up, whether it's eight, 12. I do think we are going to see more teams in this college football playoff, but with name image likeness, we could see guys spreading throughout the country to maybe some non-traditional powers. I mean, even look from a a Carolina standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Carolina has not been a traditional football power, but you bring in Mac Brown, everything changes. You maybe see that at a couple other stops around the country. And who knows, this could be a year that, or in a 12 team format, you could see a team like North Carolina contend for a college football playoff. And that to me is exciting because it brings new juice and energy into these programs. And it's so much more fun Mm -hmm. when you have schools that are both basketball schools and football schools. You see it mostly in the big 10, but when you get to the sec, you're either, or it feels like when you get to the ACC, it's either, or for the most part, big 12, you get a couple crossovers, but to me, I like to see the environments and and the fan bases and the passion for college sports when they're rooting for two teams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I have a question, follow up question to your comment about, you know, 12 teams getting chosen 13th person will not be upset. Do you see a less likely, or we can diminish all of the complaining about strength of schedule and people, you know, who made it in, who didn't make it once we get to adding 12, like at this point, all right, you're 13 through, you know, 85 and there's no more arguments or is there still going to be people who are always like, listen, it's just not fair. X, Y, Z. 
I think you'll still see complaints to a degree because, okay, what if the 13th team is a, a team like UCF, right? Who is not going to play the SEC schedule. They're not going to play the big 12, the big 10 schedule that they get. So the strength, the strength of schedule isn't going to be there, but at the same time, if UCF goes 13 and 0, they're going to be in. And that's where your complaint kind of goes by the wayside and it's no longer going to be valid because for these group of five schools, they just wanted a chance. And in the 14 format, they had no chance, zero opportunity to get into that game. But now if it is 12 or if it is eight and there is a guaranteed spot for a group of five school, if you go 13 and oh, you're getting in. If you go 12 and one, there's a good chance you get in. If you lose two games, you're not in and you don't deserve to be in if you're losing two games against a a group of five schedule. No doubt. And I want to know thoughts before I talk about bet online here. Commissioner Phillips, as someone who is new to the ACC culture, right, new to wanting to bring a light to both college basketball and football, it feels like football is starting to get more of a push than ACC basketball. Let, let me know if you feel that way, too. I think the energy is starting to shift, and I think it'll be even more prominent when we have the college football playoff kind of conversation and who will be in and out and how he advocates for. But do you feel like it's shifting in terms of our focus as a conference? Well, think about where Jim Phillips comes from as well. Northwestern, a a program that obviously a fantastic academic institution, but football has carried them. And and you think about all these different Northwestern teams. Sure. There's nothing super flashy about it, right? Like occasional Rose bowl, but for the most part, you're going to your outback bowls, stuff like that. But the basketball program did not go to its first NCAA tournament until 2017. And just kind of let that settle in. This is a program that has been around for, I think, nearly 100 years now and had never been to an NCAA tournament. And I think Jim Phillips, from a dollars and cents standpoint, knows the value of football. Being in the Big Ten, where you got the first big TV network, all that stuff. He understands the value of what football brings. And I think there should be an added sense of pride in ACC football because, okay, sure, you're not the SEC. No one is going to be the SEC or leapfrog the SEC in either of my either of our lifetimes, right? right? But you can be second. And it's not like the ACC doesn't win championships. Sure, Clemson is a, way ahead of the pack from everyone else, but they are still a championship caliber program year in and year out. And if you find someone who can contend with that and at least create some sort of rivalry, some juice, some buzz, or add a second team that can be in the playoff hunt every single year, that's intriguing. And with the college football playoff, I think that's something that Jim Phillips, he's definitely, he knows the value of football, right? And that's what is ultimately hopefully going to drive the ACC to continue to take us another step in the football department. Mm, very interesting. Okay. Let me give you my thoughts here in a second. Listen, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Baseball is in full swing and you can track all the bet online action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info from all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs into the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
So listen, I think that Mr. Commissioner has, you know, the right idea in terms of wanting bring bringing football to the main stage and keeping is continuing its dominance beyond just Clemson. However, I'm like of the old guard mentality where I have the blue blood energy and even the new bloods who are doing well, where I say basketball has to make like be a mainstay and be king for the ACC. That's our staple. That's what we do. That is who, what we're known to be. That's why we get 11 teams in the NCAA conference. And like, that's considered a great, you know, average, just, you know, another year for our, you know, conference. And I'm just, I'm really scared. I'll say like, I love that Carolina's getting better at football. Sure. I love that, you know, Miami's starting to figure it out again and FSU, all the likes and all that good stuff. But I want, you know, the Greensboro Coliseum old school. And maybe I'm just being an old fart right now, but I want the ACC tournament to stay and be that staple part of, you know, what our conference is all about. And it just doesn't seem like that anymore, which like, I, maybe I just need to adjust, you know, with all these retirements or whatever, but feeling all the nostalgia. And I guess I just gotta, gotta adjust with the, the new times and honestly the dollars and the cents. I don't know. Did, did the demise of Raycom kill the ACC tournament? That's what I want to know. But no, I, I get what you're saying there. It's the, the old play the hits, right? I yeah. mean, that is stick to your strengths, stick to what you know. And that is true. I, I totally am with you. And is it going to suffer a little bit when we see the coach K's and the Bayheims and the Roy Williams all step down? It might, but I think the one thing that has really made the transition or what we will see it from a transition standpoint in the ACC is, I mean, Tony Bennett is running a fantastic ship at Virginia. Josh yeah. Pastner uh, did a fantastic job with Georgia Tech. There are some good young coaches in the conference, and I would imagine that they're only going to keep getting better. I mean, what was the name that always got thrown out there with, with North Carolina as a potential replacement? Wes Miller. Well, if it's not going to be North Carolina. And if Hubert Davis has a long successful run there, well, a Hubert Davis is another name that you talk about easing the the bridge between the old legends of the, the ACC and, and the new guard. That is a step in the right direction. John Shire, if he can get the, keep the program running smoothly, that's another step in the right direction. Whoever takes over at Syracuse, another one, Florida state, Miami, all these programs. So I do think there's still a lot of value in basketball, but at the end of the day, football just brings in so much more money. And that's why I think, I don't necessarily think the ACC needs to take its focus away from basketball. I just think it needs to direct a little more into football. It's one of those things. Like when you're growing up playing basketball, your coach would always say, okay, you dribble with your right hand, practice with your left hand. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is practicing with your left hand here where you get football and build it up to the level that basketball is. And that's why I think there needs to be some sort of equilibrium. Listen, basketball is always going to be king. I will never see ACC football surpass basketball. But from a financial standpoint, it, it definitely needs to be given some more emphasis and thought because there are good programs. You don't want to just be a conference of Clemson and the pop-ups where you see Virginia tech is good one year. Syracuse is good. Another year, Miami returns to glory for a season and drops off. Then it's Florida state Pitt. You don't want that. You want to have consistency and have 
three to five teams that are always in the conversation for a, an ACC, not an ACC crown per se, but in the conversation to get a high profile bowl game and be in the top 20 and all that stuff. Listen, I never knew there was so much pressure on these ACC men's basketball coaches as I feel right now, right? I think that no first doubt. I, I was like, all right, Coach Keats, you got to help the triangle out a bit. But then when you talk about Shire and Hubert Davis, I'm like, oh, yeah, there is a different level that we have to have meet certain expectations. Even with Coach Hamilton, are you going to finally get to the Final Four? Are you going to be this new blood, but also get into this championship, you know, national championship or Final Four energy? We've got to figure it out one way or the other. But I agree that Passner and um, Coach Bennett are certainly helping to turn the tide and keep maintain that ACC legacy. But I agree. I think Clemson can't be the only one who's in this college football playoff conversation. Notre Dame can't be in one year of being in the college football playoff conversation. And, you know, talking about them, they've got to figure it out. I think they're, we're dangling so many carrots in front of their faces. That would be the biggest to me piece of securing kind of uh, ACC football legacy. If coach, if the commissioner can try and figure out how to finagle the fighting Irish to into our conference for football purposes, right? We're in, they're in everything else. And now that they see that they might not have an opportunity to be in this expansion, you know, format, it might, it might be a good, good pitch for him. I mean, the TV show was one thing on the network, but now we've got to elevate our game. I look at, and I was discussing this with Tim on our show earlier in the week, but if I'm Notre Dame, I don't know if I'm jumping at this. Because, okay, yes, the, the buy is nice, right? But like we said, the, 12, the number 12 team is not going to beat the, the number one team. Mm-hmm. And if you're, quite frankly, the number 12 team, barring some sort of injury at the quarterback position for, on the side of the Notre Dame, the number 12 team is not going to beat probably anyone one through six. Now, could it happen every once in a while? Sure. But if you're Notre Dame, what have we noticed is the trend of these college football playoffs? There are a lot of blowouts. Yeah. Two out of every three games that are played in the college football playoff are usually not close. Notre Dame usually on the losing end of a number of those too. <laughs> but when you're the five going up against the 12, mm-hmm. I, this isn't going to be the NCAA tournament. All right. I'm not anticipating a lot of 12, five <laughs> upsets. I, I look at Notre Dame and this is your time to be the bully. Mm-hmm. And if, if you are the five seed and you can take care of business against the 12, then advance your way through that way. I think to myself, all right, we've got a fantastic deal with Notre Dame in the name image likeness era. I think that is going to be a huge draw for this program. I don't know if I'm turning away from that TV money to go split with everyone that is going to be playing on the ACC network. I don't know if I'm doing that. And on top of that, if you're in the the greater South Bend area, I don't even know if they get the ACC network. (laughs) A large chunk of your fan base is in Chicago. I'll tell you right now, Candace, as someone who is a Comcast subscriber, I don't get the ACC network. Okay. I don't. So if you're a big part of your fan base is in Chicago and you're not at the ABC game that night and you're going down to Wake Forest, you're going to be on ACC Network in all likelihood. And if your fans can't watch it, who knows what's going to happen? Or if you have to split the, the NBC money, I don't know how willing Notre Dame is to do something like that. 
That's a very good point. And, you know, ACC Network is definitely has its own. A lot of people here in North Carolina and the likes across the East Coast have their gripes with the ACC Network because of the different game choices and availabilities and all of that. So I totally get it. And Chicago probably would never see the ACC Network. And that's a fault of that. Again, this is a long list of coach. I mean, coach, the commissioner Phillips of things he needs to get right before we truly get left because we talk about, you know, the SEC Network and how well it does and you know the Pac-12 for a little bit Big 12 network and Texas having its own brand it's something that you know again rolls with the tide so I kind of agree okay you back me down here on the Notre Dame standpoint but I just I want them to figure it out I want them to get off the fence but I understand why they won't but I just think that you know ultimately if you really want to you know find a home we're always available but I also am not begging anybody to join the ACC network because they don't want to I mean ACC right and listen conference. I think I think if you're the ACC, you want Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. If I'm Phil, if I'm Jim Phillips, I'm doing everything in my power to get that brand into my conference full time. Because okay, it's one thing to be Notre Dame basketball, lacrosse, baseball, but Notre Dame football that yeah. sells. That sells across the country. Not only that, you're going to get your matchups against Michigan, USC, Stan, like all these traditional Notre Dame rivalries that you are bringing into your conference. That is perfect. That is what you want. If you're Jim Phillips, I just don't know from the Notre Dame side of things. If that's what you want, I don't know if it's worth it or you can just be the five seed or a a top six or seven. And you can, you can get into the playoff every single year. And on top of that, you're, you're going to be able to still play against a number of the ACC teams because that's just how it always has been. Right. to me, if I'm if I'm Notre Dame, I've got a cushy deal with NBC right now. I'm the, I'm my own brand. I can control everything. I don't know I, if it's at the price of no first round buy every year. I think I'm taking it. I think I am staying independent. Okay. Well, listen, I know a team that really wants to kind of change the tide and get back to being a great football powerhouse of old. I'm going to tell you about that. But first, all right, folks, as you know, I'm on this new fitness journey since retirement from swimming. Shout out to the Olympic trials for happening right now. It's a pretty dope event. I've been looking for great treats to stay fit, but keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever with 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person, like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On Locked Fifteen, excuse me, and you'll get fifteen percent off your next order. today's show final thoughts here we're talking about college football playoff expansion and listen we know a team that has been chomping at the bit to get back to being a powerhouse when it comes to football culture beyond just the ACC but also you know being one of the top in the country and that is Miami football who clearly has been using the transfer portal better than anyone in the country with Tyreek Stevenson DeAndre Johnson and Charleston Rambo pickups in the offseason they are trying 
trying to really get in that top three when it comes to at least ACC <laughs> standings. I know everyone has them about even, maybe not, you know, it's cool if you don't have them even with Carolina. I'm very much biased here, but could they chomp a bit and get into uh, the ACC championship game against Clemson? It's very much, we're ready to argue this thing today. So Tyler, I would love your thoughts on Miami's, not only their pickups, but can they be a real contender when it comes to being in the ACC championship? Well, I mean, Charleston Rambo, you've got the name of the year right there out of the gate, adding to your team. Um, but with Miami, I do think that this is a program and you bring back Derek King, they can compete. I don't know if they can compete with Clemson, but mm-hmm. you got to remember Clemson is going to have a first time starting quarterback in with DJ Uyunglele. So you have veterans on teams like UNC and in Miami, you've got veteran quarterbacks there and it's more of a retool as opposed to a rebuild. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think you give yourself a chance. I, I really do. And while well, I'm with you, I, I side with you. I think UNC is the best team in the coastal still, especially with Sam Howell, who's going to be a Heisman candidate, but so is De'Ara King. Yeah. And it might come down to which of the two is better. It, yeah. Which which of the two quarterbacks guides their team and in the head to head who's gonna step up in that matchup as well listen we talk about experience and I think Sam Howell when you talk about top quarterbacks in the ACC has the most experience it has been a very much proven quarterback in the past few years the King however really took over Miami when he came in right that he put that team on his back time and time again kept them in games and had them beat people they had no business beating you know but then he got injured so his return is going to be interesting how does he come off of this um, ACL injury and I think it's also you know DJ time to say hey Trevor era is over it was cool but I would want people in the Atlantic to feel like okay wide open here there's a guy who's has so much pressure we're talking about pressure on this show today a lot but it's a guy who has so much pressure underneath his belt and trying to figure out if he can carry the torch he has proven that he can do a decent job right he definitely can take them to where they need to be but when it's all his you don't have someone like Trevor ready to you know back you up or be someone that has eventually going to come back from injury or whatever what have you Whew, okay like now we see what we got here although Clemson is Clemson I think Brad Venables on defensive side has really kind of allowed those guys to grow a bit now that they're not just some young you got to keep it simple I think he kept it really simple last year with his defense and hopefully will elevate his game but I think it's wide open for this conference I think everyone's going to get better this year and it's really anybody's game like of course there's some t- people who are going to fall off they're not going to be as dominant but I it, it's hard to call it right now like I really I really and I, I like that though I like that we can't just be like yep Clemson and everybody else <laughs> like I like we can make arguments for others Right. And that's nice for a conference standpoint, but from a national standpoint, it gets you a little itchy. Like, okay, okay. we've been, we've been used to having the Clemson in the college football playoff where it's been a lock, just let them steamroll through the ACC and you will see them in that final four. But this year it it does kind of have that makings right of, Oh, there's, there could be one game that trips people up, that trips Mm -hmm. up Clemson. And what is that going to do to the conference's ACC ACC representation in the college football playoff? 
it could be a huge detriment because unless a, a team on the other side, like UNC runs the table, you could be left on the outside looking in, which is a, a situation that the ACC has not found itself in very often. For sure. Listen, I, I'm excited for what could be, but I do agree. Yeah, you're right. Like TV from a TV standpoint, somebody's going to trip up and get embarrassed, but from a college football playoff expansion standpoint, tripping up and getting embarrassed is going to be okay. You get one of those. You can't get more than two. You can get one where it's just like, we kind of knew, right. If you, if you lose to an Alabama, if you lose to another Mm -hmm. sec school, you know, okay, fine. But if you lose to an ACC school, like a Georgia tech or something, then we're starting to have conversations, right. If you lose to a Louisville, Right. No offense. If we lose to Syracuse, now we're going to have to start having some conversations about what we got going on. And I don't, well, like if I you said, lose to Syracuse, season's over. Season's <laughs> over. Like, pa- pack it in. Pack it in. <laughs> Pinstripe Bowl, here we come. <laughs> a bad loss. That, that would be considered a bad loss this year. But listen, all I know is if you want to hear more Syracuse talk, you got to follow Tyler because he gives you all the insights. He keeps it real, real when it comes to his Syracuse content. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work? Yeah, you can find us on the Locked on Syracuse podcast every Monday through Friday. Also, check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. And you can find myself on Twitter at Tyler, A-K-I underscore. No doubt. Thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to hear more of national news information, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Lock On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski hosts updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lock On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We look forward to talking to you guys for the rest of the week. We got some great content coming up with Jay, with JJ Jackson and Ken Gibbs from Locked On Wolfpack and Locked On Blue Devils. We also got Freestyle Friday with Jersey Drake. Good things to come there as we talk more about NCAA, NIL, and the college football playoff expansion conversation. We'll continue more. We also got some College World Series talk because NC State, Virginia, heading to Omaha. So good things to come here towards the end of the week. So make sure you guys tune in. Until next time, Burkinis Cooper and Tyler Aki. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.